Welcome to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. Today we've got an amazing message of hope and healing just for you. God's Word never returns to Him void, so let this message sink deep into your heart so that you can walk out your complete healing journey today. Hey, hey, Healing Journeys Today. I made a rhyme. Hey, hey, Healing Journeys Today. We are so glad you're here. We are Butch and Julianne Hartman. Welcome to Heartbeat. Hello. I am the heart. She is the beats. Or are you the beats? Oh, no, you are the beat. I'm the beats. We got the beats. We got the beats. We, we got the beats. We are from the 80s. Man, the Actually 80s from was, the 60s. But. Yeah, that was a glorious time, the 80s. Uh, you know why the 80s was great? There was no internet. Yes, we were limited. We couldn't do yeah. things like this. But you know but what? Was, the life was easier. Everybody didn't know your business every five seconds. You know what I'm talking about? And was, that was interesting. We have had probably one of the most exciting weeks we've ever had. We can't give you all the details. But I know. We kind of say that every week. It's really I, not fair. It's not fair. But, I mean, the thing is, we we planted seeds a long time ago. Well, this was really exciting. And they're all sprouting up now, which I is amazing. I got to watch my mom get Four teeth pole. Check that was fun. You guys, uh, her mother, I wasn't going to say that. I know. she's. Thank God she will not be watching, but that is not, I mean, I, what I started doing. Well, she has she, she, had, a, she has less time to take care of her teeth now. It doesn't take as long. There's less teeth in the mouth. This is true. But we um, are, I have a family group text, and I it was making me a little watching it, so I just kept texting the group and putting my head down. I could not watch. Well, her mom had to go to the dentist today and get how many teeth pulled? Four. So Four teeth yes. pulled out of her mouth, and boy, it was not um, not uh, not pleasant, I'm sure, but actually well, it was I good. Mean, it was good. They had to no, come they out. they had to come out. But here's my, my thing I want to say. Take care of your teeth because you're not going to be 20-something forever. Yeah, and it's, uh, it's, by the way, it's actually a good metaphor for a marriage. You know, we talk about marriage and relationships yes. here. If I want to hear anything about your marriage or relationship, leave it in the comments. We'd love to hear what you're going through or have successfully navigated through this week. But taking care of your teeth, your teeth need constant care. And so does your marriage. And so does your relationship. Because you know what? Um, there's there, there was a time when I was much, much, much younger. Where I didn't floss my teeth. I would just brush my teeth. And then I realized, oh, it needs a little extra care because there's places I might miss. What are you missing? In your marriage, you see how I tied that all together. That's so. Are you amazed by that? I Are you at home amazed by, by how I tied that all together? Look at that. But um, I wanted to say that you know the reason why we chose this title, "Different World," different world, is because I was on my walk the other morning, and the Lord was just, you know, because I always ask Him, like, what do we want to talk about, you know, on the on heartbeat, and He was telling, say, He told me to talk about the different worlds of our backgrounds. Of I came from all girls, He came from all boys. So we don't think I don't think we've shared that with the audience. Where well, the I'm kinds of, of families that we came from. Right, I'm one of three girls, and Butch is one of four boys. He's the oldest. I'm the, I'm the oldest. I'm the oldest of four boys, youngest of three girls. Yeah, and that in itself, I mean, so like you know, let's look at it. You've got people, and well, I'm gonna add, and my parents were divorced, and I was raised by my father. So I was in a very testosterone-heavy home. It was my dad and my three brothers and me. And then my dad started dating a woman who's now my stepmother, and she had two sons as well. Oh my God! So she, we had six boys in the house. And then by the time I was of marrying age and and dating age and all that, do you think I knew how to handle or treat a female? Absolutely not. No. And all we were, I knew was how to handle them from movies that I would watch. That's right. And we were estrogen strong in our house, <laughs> but. The reason why I'm saying that is because, you know, we all come from different backgrounds. And so 
you know, it's like, even though you'd be like, oh no, I, you know, I know, I know how to treat you and to, you know, make sure that I'm giving you the attention that you need, but you really don't know what attention someone needs when you've never kind of been there yourself. So that's why it really, okay, let's just put it this way. Marriage is a lot of work, not a lot of work of like, oh my God, it's so much work. But it's work every day to get to to know each other more, to get to um, work together, work together to, you know, to parent together. And the reason I brought up um, all the seeds that we've planted in the in the past uh, that are now sprouting up. And what I mean by that is there's a lot of amazing projects and a lot of amazing, um, let's just say, career things that have happened in the last couple of months that are so special and we're getting closer to the point we can share this with you guys. But the thing is, I think we're just going to keep them in suspense. No, no, we're not. But the thing is we planted the seeds together many years ago. And as a couple, we stayed together. We worked the soil together of not just the, the project, the but of the marriage. We worked the marriage together in the book of Proverbs. It's, I think it's, I'm going to look it up in a sec. Psalms or Proverbs says till the land. It means take care of your land. You're going to till that soil. Always turn it over because the soil gets nutrients from yeah. turning it over. Your marriage, as you work the marriage, as you as you um, till the land of your marriage and your love for each other, you're going to get those nutrients. If you just sit around and do the same old thing, and more importantly, say the same old things all the time, you're going to get the same old things. I think it was Albert Einstein that says the height of uh, insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. Yeah. You can't do that. You know, and also it really helps when you have a, like a vision that you are sharing together, a vision statement, a mission statement. Do you have one? Yeah. With your spouse, because then you guys are on the same page. I'm not saying that everything is going to be perfect, but what I am, what I am saying is, is that at least you are both moving towards a goal. And because here's the deal. In marriage, you can't be wanting to go right and he wants to go left. It's just not going to work. And it, okay, let's say this it will work as long as you make it work, but it's going to be a struggle and it's going to be very hard mm-hmm. because you're not, you, you've gone this way instead mm-hmm. of this way together. And so it's really important that you guys talk. You know, communication is a problem in marriage. Like, if I can't tell my husband how what he just said or what he didn't say or whatever makes me feel, then we have no communication she whatsoever. Has zero problem telling me how she feels. Yeah, but you as a man have a lot of problem telling. Uh, uh, men have, have a, not all men, but some men, every man I've known. Every man in this room with you. Right. Has right. had a hard time telling me how they feel. And so, because we're terrified, no, no, not be alive at the end of it. Because I could say it, and then my life would end. So there's that whole dying thing. You don't. No, that is not true. But sorry, let me hit you. Um, But I'm just saying that if I don't know what you're thinking, I'm not going to be able to second guess you and fulfill all of your dreams or whatever because I don't know what you're thinking. You know, and um, I've often said this to you. Uh, and you may have said it to me, but I think I said it first. I said, I'm not a mind reader. You know, I can't understand. Oh, you said that all the time. You need to, you need to tell me what you want or want me to do. in order or you for don't me. want. Yeah, but going back to the title of our, of our uh, broadcast here, Different Worlds. How can two people 
from entirely different family backgrounds come together as one and form a new branch on a family tree? How can you do that? And and everything be just perfect. Everything be just perfect. It's not going to be perfect. No marriage is perfect. And no human is perfect. No, no. no human being. Jesus is the only one who's perfect. By the way, that scripture, Proverbs 28, 19, says, He who tills his land will have plenty of food, but he who follows empty pursuits will have poverty and plenty. So following an empty pursuit means you're just doing something for nothing. You're doing absolutely nothing. Are you playing video games all day? That's empty. Unless you make a living playing video games, different story. And by the way, you can make a great living playing video games. We found some young kids we met on a plane once. These guys were making millions of dollars playing video games. But the point is, it's, going to be that successful. it's not an empty pursuit. But I mean, it can be. He who tills his land will have plenty of food. That means when you are working the land, you can't just plant and sit there and hope the food shows up. Now, the food will grow, but you've got to go harvest the food. And by the way, I want to say this. Harvesting is harder than the growing. So when you're trying to grow your marriage, you know, you want to, you want to get fruit out of your marriage and get, a, get amazing things out of your marriage. How is our day-to-day? -day? How jammed was our day-to-day? -day? So jammed. And you know why it's jammed? I literally slid in here at uh, five or four. 58. And she was early. So my point is, she, um, in, in order for our- well, we had two, we had three meetings this morning. We did this yeah. morning, back to back. And guys, by the way, this is what we prayed for. When you start seeing the blessing of the Lord show up in your life, and it's what you've prayed for, don't complain. Because the Bible also says, to whom much is given, much is required. And it also says, um, don't do everything without- Without complaining and do everything without. Uh, we I read it the other day. I read yeah. it in, in our church. I'll, I'll look that up too. Um, do everything without uh, griping or complaining. Yeah, that's, like, that's what it's complaining. It says it much more poetically. No, I know. But I'll look it up. But how do two people from different backgrounds come together? I'll tell you how. It's because of the Lord Jesus. Because before we got Jesus in our life, we didn't know how to come together. It was me, me, me. And it was her, her, her. And it was, I'm going to be right in this argument. I'm going to win this argument because it's all about me. Yeah, and when it's all about me, I got no room for her. I got no room for you. And I got no room for anybody else because it's all about me. But Jesus Christ in my life, in her life, changed our perspective. Yeah. He made us realize that, uh, you know, love thy neighbor as thyself. And how do you do that? Well, you love yourself. You've got to love that person over there just like you'd love yourself. Would you go and insult yourself? Would you say horrible things to yourself? Would you not treat yourself well? Of course you wouldn't. So you shouldn't do it to that other person. That's what Jesus taught me. Okay, so Philippians 2.14 is do everything without complaining or arguing. Oh, there we go. Well, we, we, are, well, we blew that one. Yeah, we should well, have known that. We blew that one. There's a whole bunch of other ones we didn't blow. That one, we, we don't get that one. I'm kidding. But No, but think about it, though. It's... Um, well, you know, and it, I am not, okay, here's the deal. Here's you, the deal. You may not agree with me, but I, I might I not agree, agree with her. And please be honest. Cause I really want to know. I don't, I'm Remember not the a, thing about dying. I said before, no, here's yeah, I'm not a complainer. Would you say I'm a complainer? No, you're actually not a complainer. I'm more of a complainer than she is. Yeah. She actually, I'm very impressed with her. She's very, uh, she's able to take a lot in and just kind of, do uh, it. Well, you do it, and you also force it through the Jesus filter, way better than I do. And I force a lot through the Jesus yeah. filter, way better than I used to. Trust me. I'm I'm like, Lord, I got to give this to you. Um, the amount of things the Lord has put on our plate 
lately because again guys we prayed for it we sowed toward it we believed for it and yeah. we asked god to help us for it as to help us through it as well so it's all coming to pass let me ask you a question if something doesn't come to pass day one does that mean it's not going to come to pass well think of it this of course way. not in a relationship Maybe. is your relationship going to be like perfect day one no, no. this is because actually every, it seems more perfect day one yeah it does because you then, haven't learned then any you get into the weeds a little bit you're like i'll never but, fight with this person yes but you you know life you know throws you curveballs right sometimes things happen you also grow and you know some marriages grow apart some marriages grow together even stronger you know, there's like a lot of stuff that goes on in a marriage, especially when uh, when there's no communication going forth. And I keep bringing that up because, see, communication, talking to each other is so important. You know, it's like, yes, we may come from different worlds, but if we don't talk about our differences, we're never going to be able to feel satisfied with the um, end result of how I feel after that discussion or that argument or whatever it is. Because we've never talked about it. It's like, you don't, you know, like guys don't necessarily understand sometimes the emotions of a woman. And, you know, they like. Let me say this. It's not sometimes. We don't understand it all ever. Well, it's you never. Do. You do sometimes, but not all. Maybe times. a little bit. And, um, and so, and I don't understand like how, like when, and this is not him at all. But when I've had friends be like, yeah, my husband just shuts down. He doesn't even talk. And you're like, how would you even go on like how do you even have a marriage like that, that your husband doesn't talk? You've got to talk. You cannot ask anybody that got that has been divorced, um, you know, that is devastated by divorce is like, I will guarantee you, they will tell you that your communication shut down. Because when you stop communicating, when you, have, when you stop having things to communicate about, things are starting to die. And... Um... Even though you come from different backgrounds, uh, you know, again, she came from an all-female house. I came from an all-male house. Just the fact that we came from two different backgrounds doesn't mean that we can't come together as one no. as long as we do it through Jesus. Because Jesus is the reason that we were able to stay together. Because the Bible says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Not all things through Butch or all things through Julianne or all things through whoever you are. You can do all things through Christ. That means I can do all things. I can have a pleasant thing to say to her, even after we've just had a maybe a, a fight that didn't turn out too well, or a, whoever the fights ever turn out well, or an argument or a discussion or whatever you want to call it. You know, we need to find a, a place of mutual agreement in spite of the fact we come from different worlds. And I'm going to ask you this too. How badly do you want your marriage to work? Are you just going to give up? And let me ask you this. How's that going to work out? You're going to give up, and then what? Do you have children with this person? Do you have yeah. do you have a house with this person? Do you have a business? You know, you're tied to that person here for the rest of for the rest of your life. And I'm not saying I'm not saying that you know you can't do whatever you want to do. I'm just saying if you got married, you got married for a reason, and yeah, God's yeah. going to use you together. There's a you're stronger together than you are apart. Especially if you're in Jesus, He's going to find that thing that's going to make the two of you a team. He found it in us. The things we're doing now with this production company we have and these projects we're working on, I can't wait to share with you. And we will share, I promise you. It just, there's certain reasons we can't. But we are getting our dreams coming true right now because we did it together. Yeah. I could never have done it without her. She couldn't have done it without me. No. We need to be, we're on every phone call together. And the reason is 
there's a lot of boring phone calls I have to be on, but I want to be on these calls so I know what's going on and I can learn right. the lingo and I can learn what people are talking about. And uh, let me see here. Let me see. Someone, Lydia, has a praise report. Praise report. My husband asked Jesus to come live in his heart and to be his Lord and Savior last night. Thank you guys for all you do to help me renew my mind. That's amazing, Lydia. That's what a, amazing. What a That's great right. report. Thank you for that. That's wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing that. Guys, by the way, that's really what it's all about. We want yes. you guys to understand that now that Jesus is in that man's heart, he's going to start. Now, he might, his physical outward appearance didn't change. Maybe some of his habits didn't change, but his heart got changed. And as a result of the heart changing, that seed yep. that got planted. Now, the seed of the Lord is in his heart, but now that seed has to be tilled. We're talking about tilling the ground, remember? Now the seed's got to be tilled. He's got to get into a Bible study. Someone's got to <clears throat> disciple him. He's got to start reading the word more and learning more about the Lord. And that seed will grow and it'll spread. And that way he'll be able to reach other people for the Lord. And that's what's amazing. Oh, absolutely. I wanted to read this because this is very real. Question. Can you address infidelity and pornography on both sides of a marriage? And how does God help and heal from this? And triggers pain, anger, one spouse tries harder than another. Good question. Well, look. Well, um, I'll just, at least start and you can take it out. Infidelity okay. and pornography are sins and uh, they're like any other sin. They are something the Lord didn't desire for any of us. And they lead to even worse behavior. Destruction. They lead to destruction. The pornography, infidelity, obviously. Yeah. Infidelity, especially. And pornography kind of is infidelity, too, even though the person's it not is. physically touching somebody. The point is. You heal from that the way you heal from any other <clears throat> sinful situation. You ask the Lord, how do I get through this? You pray about it, but you're going to have to talk to the person that's involved with you. If your spouse has been involved, there has to be communication there. And there, you, you got to try and find out the reason for it in the first place. And you got to try and deal with that reason. And yeah. hopefully the person that committed the sin is willing, to, on both sides. Yeah, yeah, is willing to speak about it. And by the way, it's on both sides. So you both need to. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying is like, let's say I did something and you wanted to find out why I did it. I would hopefully be open enough to discuss it with you. Right. And I'd want to repair the damage because, listen, that's what sin does. Sin damages people. But like all damage, whether you get a cut on your arm or you you skin your knee or you break, break, break a bone or something, it can be repaired and it is temporary. Yeah. However, it might leave a scar. But. The Lord doesn't just leave scars. The Lord wipes you clean and makes you new. And he'll create in you a heart of forgiveness. He really, really can do that. He's able to. Well, and also, too, there is a trust factor. Anytime there's any kind of infidelity or even pornography, because yeah. like, let's look at it. Um, you don't need me if you're going to be out with somebody else. Or if you could just literally go get it on your phone. Um, you've lost an intimate relationship with your with your spouse. And that's something that only you and your spouse are supposed to be sharing together. Now, I know that that's not the case most of the time. And I'm the first one to say that was me doing that until I learned the truth. And, you know, what I love about that doing is that what? having sex outside of marriage. Oh, yeah. You need to yeah. be clear on that. That was okay. a big one. A clear. <laughs> what? Doing what? Having sex outside okay. of marriage. Um, not while we were married. No, no, no. Not no, while no. we were married. We, no. No, 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 no. Not while we were married. But with other with other boyfriends and stuff. And so, you know, that, that kind oh, of... Oh, before you were married to anybody. 
Yeah, before I was married. I was trying to clear it yes. up for the audience here. Yes, before I was married. Trying to make you as uncomfortable as Yeah, possible. I've lost my thought. Okay, let's see. No, but what I was, um, you know, the, the, the bottom line is this, is that when you when you do that, it there's something that changes the person's heart. Okay, I don't know about a man, but for a woman, you know, when we are, I, I can't even imagine doing that to you while we're married. I, I can't, even, first of all, who has the time? I wouldn't even have the time to do something like that. But um, but you'd have to have, I have something. So many, I have so many jokes. I know. Say, say but listen, though, something really wrong is happening at home for somebody to want to have an affair. Meaning that either I'm not paying attention to him at all, or he's not paying attention to me at all. Someone is not paying attention to their spouse, which would drive them to someone that was going, oh, you look so yeah, well, they wouldn't touch you, but you look so hot. Like you look so good in that. They outfit. might. You never know. They might touch you, but I'm serious. In the right Somebody, lighting, I look like I'm 41. Exactly. In the right lighting. And in the right and mirror, I can also look like you know that I'm 32. Uh, but anyway, she says here, so we should ask each other why we did it. No, I would not ask why you did it. Not, it, it I, I said, even matter. I said, if the other person is willing, you absolutely can discuss it. But if it doesn't turn, if it doesn't come up that way, well, you really need you really need to look at the reasons why it happened. right. So That's let me say this: about. maybe you need to have somebody help you go through that, like yes. a mediator, a counselor, right? Mm -hmm. And then because you may not like the answer, and he may not like your answer, right. now you guys are you know at each other's throats exactly. again, and then that might promote something else to happen. And I will say that, this about that: the enemy will definitely be there egging you on mm -hmm. to do. Yeah, I'll say this about counselors as well. You need to find the right counselor. That's a whole different battle yeah. as well. So find one that believes in marriage. Right. I mean, that believes in a Christian marriage that right. divorce is not an option. Right. And the thing is, too, guys, you know, that type of thing, Jesus can forgive anything, which means if he's in you, you can forgive anything as well. We just have to get past our egos and our emotions in order to forgive. So forgiveness is possible. Well, remember this. This okay, yes, it should be about Jesus, but the forgiveness of sins were already or sin was already done for you. Yeah. The forgiveness of your spouse is something very different. So if they are not, if they don't have Christ in them, they are definitely gonna have a really hard time forgiving you and actually really meaning it. Yeah. But for the Christian that that does have an understanding of, of forgiveness and what unforgiveness can do to somebody, that can kill somebody. That can get people sick. That can do a lot of damage to somebody when they are when when they are condemned by whatever they've done. Right. So that's why we've got to really be protective, protective over ourselves. So I, I would have to say, mm -hmm. if you want to talk about it, you do need to find out. What was it that I wasn't doing for you? And the other Tell thing, me, what was it that I was lacking in? And well, the other thing too, I was going to say, um, don't repeat the behavior. Oh God, Re no! Repeating the behavior, um, you know, is is very detrimental. And all, you know, sin takes its toll on everybody, including the sinner. You know, you doing something like that uh, is going to take a toll on you, and it's going to eat at you. You might uh, get a physical disease from certain things. You're going to hurt. If you if it's an infidelity thing, you're hurting the other person as well. Not just your spouse, but the person yeah. you're having the infidelity with. 
it's a it's a very very labyrinthian very twisty turny thing guys you know and why do you need to do it in the first place it, uh, usually most most um infidelity situations are about ego most of them you know it's people trying to feel like they're still attractive or or so, they're just not getting what they're looking what they want or what they need from home and you know what yes there are probably a lot of women that you know don't fulfill the needs of a man and then vice versa as well but these are the things that have got to be talked about if there's not enough sex in your house you need to talk about it. if there's not enough exchange going on as far as you know doing things for each other you have to talk about it you cannot let these things go by at least talk about it right if you say to your spouse like you know because i know that a lot of women that are in menopause don't want to have anything to do with anybody sexually. Forget, forget they're even their own spouse. Not even wanting to have an affair. No, but they—that's what happens during menopause. You're talking awful lot about sex here in this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm just mentioning okay. it because this... that is a big problem. But yeah, okay. what I'm saying There's is adults that on here. We have nothing if you don't talk about that, yeah, that would make a man maybe feel like, well, I have no other choice. You know, I'm going to go find someone that will. Right. And so so if someone would be that quick to go and find someone that will, what was it in your relationship, the day to day stuff before the menopause took over that you did not have a foundation established to where when something came up and the woman didn't feel like or just or couldn't have sex, or whatever, that you would be like, I'm out of here. Bye. Well, um, a lot of people do that. Uh, it's unfortunate. But listen, guys, the thing, the great thing about Christ is that. When you embrace Christ fully, it becomes more about him than about you. Yeah. It becomes more about them than about you. It becomes about more others than about you. And that's what we want to get to, even though, because like I said, even though, even though you come. <coughs> Sorry, I just choked up. <laughs> Here we go. We okay? This is live. Sorry. Even though we come from different, oh, sometimes it goes on for a while. Okay. No, the water slipped down the other way. Right, anyway, uh, sometimes we come from different worlds, but that doesn't mean we can't get along if we are both in Christ. And that's what we encourage everybody here to listen to the teachings of Jesus <laughs> as opposed to the teachings of yourself or the teachings of someone who seems like an authority. If Jesus doesn't agree with it, don't do it. I'm just yes. telling you. Yes, and have, see, in your marriage. Patrick says, a healthy sex life is important. But here's the thing. it's Yes, it's important because it's a part of the marriage, but that's not the only thing. So we've got to, you know, there's going to be time. I don't know where the scripture is. I should have it in my head. But it says that if there's a time when you're not, it's probably in Ephesians 6, that you're not able to be together, that is something that is mutually discussed, meaning that you're not able to be sexually active together. That's mutually discussed. But again, it's it, if the relationship is just based on that, you know what? Hey, listen, people are going to get older. Bodies are going to change. Things are going to change. Things are going to change. And that might be an issue for you. So you can't go, you can't, don't look at it through the eyes of lust. You got to look at it as through the eyes of, yes, it is a part of the relationship. And there will be a time when it'll come back or whatever. But these are things that you've got to discuss because let me just say this. A woman feels bad if she's not able to, you know, perform, not perform. That's a horrible word. Okay. But if she's, All right. No, I'm just going to hide no, behind no, this water bottle. No, a woman feels bad if she's not able to be there for her husband. And a man feels bad if he's not able to be there for his wife. So we, so that's why you got to talk. They you got to talk these things. Oh my God. The you got to talk <sighs> these things out because it will 
be a problem. It's women true. do have needs and women do want to be, you know, sometimes. Sonia says, amen, Julianne. Whoops, one second. She says, amen, Julianne. Women have our needs too. That's right. She's right. Yes. Absolutely. You know what? Let me just say this and it's going to get a little raw here, but sometimes you're hiding. Sometimes a woman just wants you to like hug her, like hold her. Okay. That I can do. I can totally do that. I'm oh, very good at that. Our phones oh are just to hold her. Okay. Maybe you just want them to, to, I don't know, just take a walk with you or something. Women are very different when it comes to that. And that is very satisfying guys, to a woman. Guys, I don't know if you've noticed, women are different than men. Because like, no matter what world you come from, whether it's a, a house full of all boys like me or a house full of all girls like her, if you want your marriage to work, there is a way. Jesus is the way. And I'm, not, I, and I'm not just throwing and the light. And I don't just throw Jesus like, well, just, just have Jesus in your marriage and it's all perfect. That is absolutely not true. You've got to look at everything through the filter of Jesus. Like, what would Jesus do? What would Jesus say? How would Jesus handle this? What would Jesus want me to do? How about through the compassion of Jesus? Right. Remember, Jesus healed because he was compassionate mm -hmm. for people. It always says, and compassion came on him. Yep. But but here's the thing, though. Um, everybody, you know, we all go through things. We all change. We all are growing. You know, it's like we, 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 we've suffered loss. You know, we've had people die in our life. We've mm. had, you know, a lot of things happen. For a woman, sometimes that's not very much of a turn on. When I'm emotional about something that maybe happened, there's nothing to do with our relationship. But that's what I'm saying. So if you're not talking about that stuff, then a man can't just automatically go, well, she doesn't find me attractive anymore. I'm just going to go find someone that does. Maybe that's not even the problem at all. But if we don't communicate and talk about those things that are not comfortable, let me just say that again, are not comfortable, you might find yourself in a place that's not comfortable. Yeah. And, um, you know, what was a book that came out a long time ago? Men are from Mars, women are from Venus. I mean, we really are from different worlds because men and women have completely different approaches to everything. But God put us together. So, right. and, and also too, when we have, when our relationship, when it's, you know, that 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 men love your wives like Christ loved the church mm -hmm. and women submit to your husband. Right. Mm -hmm. wow, so uh, submit to your husband. These are things that that God has already shown us about marriage. And the last thing I want to say is this. And we're going to continue this next week. But um, is a marriage is a covenant. Mm -hmm. It's not. Yes, it's a contract, basically, through the state of wherever you live. But it is a covenant. And it is a lot like your covenant that you have with the Lord. And so think of it that way. It's and you know, it's like it's gotta be, it's it's gotta be held in a higher regard than just a marriage certificate. It's gotta be more than that. And I know that if you guys are watching, you are feeling more than that. But everyday life is gonna happen. Things are gonna make you mad, things are gonna trigger you, things are gonna like. You know, just pop up and make you mad. I'm going to say something here. This lady, uh, Eve, Eve. Question, how do we regain the trust, honesty, and integrity? That's a very big question. Time. It's time and it's your heart. You've got to be willing yeah, to allow the trust to grow again. If you get a, if you slam a, um, a vault door over your heart and harden your heart toward your spouse, try and get, try and grab my heart right now. Just try it. What's, what's you, know, you can't you can't do it because I have this giant uh, this this sealed situation here. That's called having a hardened heart, and Jesus doesn't like a hardened heart. 
if you can somehow find a way to open your heart and allow the Lord to work inside, soften your heart, that's where the rebuilding of trust can begin. That's how you yeah. start. Well, you Mark start. For, uh, 14, 16, or 16. Mark 14, 14, 16 says, when, when, uh, when the disciples were not believing Mary and anybody else that Jesus had risen, he said he rebuked their hard-heartedness. Yeah. Now their hard-heartedness was towards him. But what is your hard heart hardness? Hard hardness. Heartedness. Right. Hard heartedness. Let me just no. I'll, I'll handle this speaking. Hard. Okay, Heartedness. Okay, thank you. Anyway, but that is something that is going to be on your behalf that you have to do. He rebuked them, but he didn't make their hearts change, right? They had to make their hearts change. They had to believe that Jesus did raise from the dead and that he was sitting right there in front of them, right? And then that's when he gave the whole great commission, go throughout the world and preach the gospel but to he, every but, creature. But you can't go preach the gospel and you can't reach other people. You can't grow anything if your heart is hard. Heart is hard and the ground is hard and love can't get in. That's what we're encouraging you today. Yeah, Get your heart softened toward your spouse, toward yourself. Forgive yourself, forgive them, and you know what? You'll have a better life. What is, is what you're holding on to worth holding on to anymore? Is it worth damaging your future? Is it, it really is? Is it worth uh, detouring your 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 future? And also, I wanted to say that can you can you literally put the past behind? Can you do that? Because if you can put the trap that the past behind. You know, and it says we're a new creature in Christ. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things become new. I always look at that as all the things in the past. I'm looking from mm. this point forward. If you can do that, then you can start creating those little branches of trust. That's all that happened. You now think about it. You've got these, this tree with these branches. And all of a sudden, you know, your branch got cut. And so with the trust issue and the integrity and all that stuff. Now, I don't know your situation. Here's a disclaimer. I don't know your situation. You know, I don't know who, I don't know what the, the, the relationship is or what the spouse is doing, either that or what you're doing. But I'm just speaking from a place where if Butch and I have got to get back to a level of trust, we're going to have to start creating those trust branches so that we can move on. And the other thing too is what the Lord has put into our lives now, the, the way our life is going with these new projects we're doing, the only way we can do it is together. So the Lord's projects are bigger than us. Yeah. We cannot let us get in the way of what God has for us. And you can't let you get in the way of what the Lord has in your life. That's called being selfish. Yeah, well, it's about my feelings. Well, look, we all have feelings. But you know what? Successful people get over their feelings. Winners get over their feelings. People that um, people that have amazing, awesome fruit in their yeah. life, they get over their feelings. You You're know what? You might, not want, you might not want to go out and pick fruit one day. But guess what? Someone's <laughs> going to go out there on a day you don't feel like it. They're going to get more than you. Not that it's a competition. But why can't you be the one going out you there can. with your spouse as a team and going out there? Well, I'm offended. That's another thing. You got to watch out for offense. We'll get into that one later. But yes. uh, we love you guys. We got to run. Love you guys. Love you guys. We'll see, see you, you next week on Heartbeat. Bye-bye. We hope you got some great nuggets of wisdom out of that teaching. Thank you for listening to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. And don't forget, you can find us live on Facebook and YouTube seven days a week. 
If you would like to donate, please go to www.healingjourneystoday.com. Isaiah 53.5 says, And by His stripes we are healed. God bless you.